Hey guys, welcome to the Clean Simple Free Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Fox. This is part two of the Closet Resale series, where I talk about how to save your old unwanted clothes from going into the landfill and recycling them to give them a second life and overall being kinder to the environment and making you a little cash. In this part, we are going to discuss the consignment shops and in-person options for selling your old clothes. Stick around. In part one of this episode, I talked about digital solutions to sell your old clothes, but sometimes you just want to get rid of the things in your closet without having to take a bunch of photos, type up a lot of descriptions, and selling it in person is a really good way to do that. I have a couple of disclaimers to say. I am personally speaking from my own experience with these different shops. I'm sure that chain consignment shops have an internal policy of what they will and won't accept, and I don't know what that criteria may be. But I do have many years of experience buying and selling through these resources, and I'd just like to share that with you so that you can declutter your closet and make a little cash back on the items you don't want. Also, for my international listeners, a lot of these are going to be US-based places, so I apologize for mentioning something that you may not have access to in your country. I am going to start with a global outlet, which is Facebook Marketplace. Now, this is something I don't personally have experience with because I no longer use Facebook, but my friends and relatives talk about it a lot and they've gotten some stuff that they really like on there, as well as sold some things that have had success. You can think of Marketplace as an online garage sale. It's available worldwide, charges no fees, and you can list anything from kids' clothes to furniture to everything in between. Buyers can look up the Facebook Marketplace near their location and search for items they want or need in any category. So people close to you can see something you're selling, message you and say, hey, I'd like to buy this, and then meet up and take it off your hands. Again, my knowledge on Marketplace is very limited, so do your research before using this platform. OfferUp is an app that works in a similar way to Facebook Marketplace. You can post anything you want to sell, and you can sell in person or choose to ship within the U.S. for a fee. I personally like OfferUp to sell bulkier and more fragile items for local pickup only. I've had success selling furniture, housewares, electronics, anything that I don't want to ship in case it will get broken on the way to the buyer, but I haven't had much success selling clothing, but maybe my market is saturated. I have sold a few pair of shoes, but I'm not sure how well this would work depending on where you live for selling clothing. Maybe if I chose to ship items, I'd have more success, but I don't have any experience selling on offer up outside of my local area. I also like it because it's not quite as time consuming to take the photos or write the descriptions because people can message you and ask a bunch of questions. So I can just say, hey, I have this end table for sale or I have 10 size medium women's shirts that I'm looking to sell. And if people want more details, they can ask or more likely they will come see it in person. At the time of this recording, OfferUp is only available within the U.S., The next one is Buffalo Exchange. I have mentioned this before in previous episodes. They have locations across the U.S. in 17 different states. They believe in sustainable shopping. They're really great to donate to charitable organizations. 
I really, really love Buffalo Exchange. So you can book a selling appointment online. Usually you just have to wait a couple of hours, at least in my area. So I can set something for two o'clock this afternoon and I can just kill some time until it's time to go up and sell. If they buy your stuff, they will give you 25% of what they'll sell it for in cash, or they'll give you a store credit for 50%. So Buffalo Exchange is a good resource if you're looking to get rid of some stuff, but then replenish your closet with new things. So if you have changed sizes or changed styles and you're looking to bring some new things in, selling at Buffalo might be a good idea. They accept pre-owned clothes, shoes, handbags, accessories in excellent condition. My advice, it seems to vary by location on what they'll accept. There is a location in Dallas that loves name brands best. They almost never buy anything unless it is a desirable name brand. And then others prefer true vintage or one-of-a-kind items like my Austin location. So try out a location, see what items of yours they like, and if there's another one nearby, you can always check that one out. Sponsors keep this podcast running, so let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. And welcome back to the episode. Next on my list is Plato's Closet. Over 450 locations are in the U.S. You can find an updated list of what they're interested in buying on their website. They will buy things outright from you. They accept gently used name brand clothing or accessories or things that are currently on trend. They're not really interested in vintage styles or outdated clothes. So if you have something that you've purchased within the last few months, go to Plato's Closet, check it out. You don't need an appointment and they'll give you a cash payout for the items they want to resell. My experience is that because they are so affordable, the payout is not very high. They keep their prices 60 to 80% lower than retail so that they can offer their buyers a great, great deal on fashion, but they'll pay you 30 to 40% of what they sell your items for. So in terms of payouts, you may try selling somewhere else first, then visiting Plato's Closet. That way you can get the most value out of your items, but it is a really great little resale shop. Consignment shops in general are, you bring your clothes in and they sell them for you, basically. They keep them on the racks in their shops and once it sells, you get paid a percentage of what it made and they'll keep a percentage for their hard work. So I mentioned Plato's Closet and Buffalo Exchange first because you don't have to wait for that turnaround time like you do at consignments, but this is a really, really great way to take your clothes, forget about them, get a call, and pick up your check. So fees that they take out are going to vary from store to store. These places tend to be more independently owned shops, and what each shop is looking for will differ. So call around or visit the website of your local consignment shop to find out the right place to sell your unwanted clothes. Some places look for more plus-size clothing. Some places specialize in designer. So take a look, see what's out there, and get selling. Finally on my list is the classic garage sale or yard sale option. This is a very quick and easy option to unload a lot of your items from all categories all at once. If you have the space to host a yard sale, you can sell anything you like and most people will buy. Where I live, yard sales and really thrifting in general are pretty popular. However, I live in an apartment, so I don't have a yard or a garage in which to host a sale, 
And over the years, I've noticed I don't make as much money off individual items when I have held garage sales. People who shop sales like this really are looking for low, low prices. So you can evaluate if you'd like to get rid of a lot of items at once or sell individually and make more of a profit over time. All of these ideas can be used interchangeably too. I don't realistically expect anyone listening to sell on every single one of these platforms, but like for me, I will post my items on Depop for the price that I want to get for them, and then I'll also simultaneously post them on eBay for a lower price to see if that will attract more buyers. So you could do something like try to sell at a consignment shop, and the things that don't sell there you can take um, and list online, or you can just host a garage sale to try and get rid of the rest. Before wrapping up, I have some overall tips that I'd like to share with you guys for selling in person or online that have benefited me through the years and might be helpful to you as well. Number one, make sure that your clothing is washed, lint rolled, and ready to ship and sell. It will not be fun to have to wash laundry right before mailing something. As a seller, you really want to ship things in a timely manner. This reflects well on you as a seller and causes buyers to be more likely to leave you good feedback, which improves your reputation. Having to launder your sold items causes unnecessary delays, so make sure your stuff is ready to ship before you even list it. Number two, don't sell anything with holes, stains, or damage. You are way better off recycling items that are damaged than trying to sell them to just get a few dollars. You don't want someone to purchase an item and be disappointed in its condition. You can always point out flaws in the listing, like if it's a missing button or something that can be fixed, but I don't know, you don't want consignment shops to question the conditions of your other items either, so just make sure everything's in good shape. If you wouldn't want to buy it, don't sell it. Number three, if you have a lot to sell, you might consider selling similar items when you're selling online to increase your sales like grouping like with like, just like we do with decluttering. For instance, if you're selling a lot of jewelry at once, buyers might be more likely to bundle up on multiple necklaces or follow your shop for items in a similar style. When you have more time, you can post all your skirts, then post all your t-shirts and other similar items. This is not a hard and fast rule, but it is something I've had success with. Like, I recently sold two skirts at once, and I've sold, like, three bracelets at a time. So selling similarly themed items might be a good idea for you. With online selling, make sure to respond to questions quickly. This is number four. Responding to questions quickly helps you come off as a more dependable seller, and it will increase the likelihood of people wanting to buy from you if they know that they can reach out to you with any questions. Number five, set yourself a time frame, like one month or three months, whatever you decide on. If something isn't selling within that time frame, donate it. Certain items or styles are just not as desirable, depending on trends, or sometimes the market is just too saturated with similar items, so you're not going to have any luck selling. When this happens, it's better to take your items to charity rather than keep holding on to the things cluttering your space while crossing your fingers for a sale. Just let go of it. And number six, invite your friends to join you if you're hosting a yard sale. 
not only will there be more options for potential buyers to choose from, but everything's more fun when you have a friend to share it with. It makes the time go by quicker and you can help them to declutter their items as well. I remember in my early 20s, I had just moved from one apartment to another apartment and I was trying to get rid of so much stuff. I had set up an apartment sale, I made a Facebook event for it, a bunch of people had seen it and said they were coming, and I had a couple friends over and we got some donuts and muffins and had some music going and just hung out in my apartment. I think like two people showed up the entire day, so it was totally a bust, but having a friend along to help me was super, super fun, and then they helped me to gather everything up and take it to Goodwill afterwards. So having someone else is just a fun way to pass the time, really. I hope that all these tips have helped, and hopefully you can clear out your clutter and get your wardrobe to where it has nothing but pieces that you love in it. And remember, you can always just donate things flat out. You don't have to sell them, but it is a fun way to set a shopping budget. Anything that any money that comes out of your closet can go right back into it if you want. I hope this episode has given you some new options and some new ways to think about the things in your closet that you don't like. Sometimes we have things in there for so long that they become part of the woodwork and we need a little incentivizing with some cash on hand in order to get rid of those old cluttery things. That's going to do it for this episode. If you would like to support this podcast even further than your listenership already supports, consider donating a dollar using the link in the episode description, or you can leave a rating and a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. If you'd like to reach out, my email is clean.simple.free at gmail.com, or I can be reached on Instagram at username clean.simple.free. Thanks so much for listening, and remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free. See you again soon!